It's 4 p.m. Stand up. It's count time. It's time for every man and woman to stand up and be counted. I'm Brother L.D. Azobra, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Count Time Podcast. But you finished law school in 1953. That's right, June 11th, I was sworn in. And you said, then two weeks later, you took on your first case. 15 days. 15 days after you finished law school, what happened? Well, they had the bus boycott. The Baton Rouge bus boycott. Baton Rouge bus boycott. And what what role did you play in that? Who who, who were you working with? I was working with Dr. T.J. Jemerson, who pastor at that time of Mount, Mount Zion's Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you also worked with A.C. Belton, was part of that too, right? Yeah, that was in Scotlandville. That was in Scotlandville? So how, how did the bus boycott come about? Do you, can you give well, us a history? The bus boycott when Martha White and two other women took a seat and the first seats of the bus and they told them they had to get up because the bus the bus had um, had a capacity I think it was a 60 seat capacity when they got on the bus going and coming to work they had to stand up if one white man or one white person sat at the back of the seat 50 of the other nines could be vacant we would have to stand up if they didn't have nobody in them this this was in baton rouge louisiana before rosa parks yeah that's right and you said martha white was one of the women that stood and so she, 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 sit, she, she didn't stood, she sat and refused to and she refused she refused to get up and so what, Reverend Jimerson contacted you, or who contacted you to get you involved? Yes, Reverend, Reverend Jimerson said he wanted me to be the lawyer. I told him, I said, I'll try to prevail upon Reverend Jimerson, telling him that I, I could handle a case of that nature. I'm, I'm just out of law school. I don't know how to handle a case like that. I hadn't, well, my very, very first case, really. And uh, I said, I can't handle a case like that. I'm just out of law school. And he said, oh, yeah, bro, Jones, you, you, you can handle it. You can handle it. <laughs> so he encouraged you to do Yeah, he insisted that I take it. And when I took it, and <laughs> the best part of it, when I took it, and went in and saying, Presser versus Ferguson. Professor Ferguson? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a lawsuit. You can pull it up. That case, you striking that the constitutionality was separate but equal. And I say, I just can't handle it. But see, he didn't he didn't think I was, I was going to do what I did. Kept telling him I couldn't, that I could not do that. I couldn't handle it. But he, could, he, he prevailed upon me to handle it. So when I took it, and we and went to Coca-Cola with it. The amazing thing, when I got, when I took it, I, I took it, I walked in court and I say, call out case, I was number, number two on the docket. But when I got there, the judge made, made, us, for number, made us number one, you know. Come on, come on. Well, who was the judge back then? You remember who was the judge? Yeah, judge, judge LeBlanc. Judge LeBlanc, uh, he was he was something else. 
and he, he tried his best. He always he was just grinning. Thought so I was gonna mess up. He tried, you know, his attitudes were to, to know, almost flattering him. I mean, when I say it, I say it, um, a right guarantee by the Constitution cannot be bifurcated. Boy, when I say it, that gentleman jumped up and said, oh, Brother Jones is insubordinate, insubordinate. <laughs> insubordinate. Insubordinate. That I was disobedient, like I was a child. He's disobedient. disobedient. He's not obeying. My daddy heard that over the old radio. He said, man, look, you really get put Jemison down right now. Jemison gonna get your kids. You, <laughs> you and that Scott boy. <laughs> So your dad said, I ain't going through all this trying to put you in school to get you killed. Yeah, he going to get you killed. He going to get you killed. <laughs> and and I, I, the wood bifurcated, non-bifurcated. And man, they had never heard that wood before, but they didn't know what that meant, <laughs> meant themselves. They didn't know what it meant? I don't believe anybody in the court knew what it meant. It hollered at the judge. <laughs> you, you use a word in the court that, that nobody knew what the word meant. What, you know, what did that mean? Saying that are guaranteed by the Constitution is non bifurcated You can't change the language of it to, to mean something else. To mean anything but what, what it says. That is strict high juries. It means strict hygiene, that's another another thing. When it's strict, I, I use, use that word one time, yes, that's all. But then the judge and everybody else knew what it meant, that you had to follow. You can't, you can't have two classes of people. So, what we're talking about was that when the bus boycott got started and you went to court, so you had to fight not just the right for the rights to ride the bus. You had to fight the whole system I in the had, court. I had to fight everybody. Black too. The resident they call them call them Jeff Ocatone. I, I call them sophisticated Jeffs. Hold on, hold on. But but Jimson got you started in law. Hmm? Jimson got you started in law. I didn't care who started. It was sophisticated Jeffs. If Jesus Christ, if Jesus Christ had done it, he would tell you, Jeff, Jeff Phelps never had to answer to everything they did, they had to answer, to answer to the white man. They had no voice, no leadership. But when they come out and talk to you all properly and everything, they were just bringing back, back from Jeff Davis what, what, they, what they told him to do. So, so they were sophisticated, yes. When you people are just fighting to ride the bus to get to work, and those people were sincere, but there still was others out there who were just playing a role. Yeah, yeah, they were sophisticated, yes. So yeah, let nobody off the hook. Yeah. At 101, you can say what you want to say. That's right. And those are sophisticated Jeffs. Sophisticated Yeah, I say, I say that then. You say that back then? Uh, 53. 1953. Just sophisticated Jeffs. And so what you're saying now is that 
is nine is twenty twenty one and it's still sophisticated Jeffs. Yeah, yeah. So those who those who 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 may who say Jimson was a wall could speak for everybody. He only when he got out there and spoke, he was saying what what the leaders foundation was saying. What what do he come back and bring you bring you a story and get up there and talk oh so and so and so but he's not gonna say anything other than as a sophisticated yes what what the white men want him to say he lead you wrong then the sophisticated Jeff Hollywood wrote a bus they had big fine long automobiles yeah yeah they were the leaders all the the, the leaders they they accepted. Separate but equal. They could they couldn't hide behind anything. You can't hide. Ain't no way for you to hide yourself. Now but you can go go and get all kind of education you want. Go to the best school in the country, in the world. And come back here, and then you got to sit in the back of the bus. You can't sit down, and you, and you pin your money to eat and everything. But they accepted that. They all they had to do was to stand up and fight. That's what the civil rights movement is about. We changed that. My generation changed it. They stood up. They stood up to be counted. That's right. I never, I would see when people couldn't understand that. You, you got to stand up for your own self. You stand up, be counted. That's right. Yeah. That's why it's count time. Yeah, being counted doesn't mean the doggone thing if you don't do what you're supposed to do when you stand up. You got to, you got to, you got to speak out and make it known. You don't have to worry about it. So, so you stood up and you fought from day one for your rights. I'm still fighting, and yeah, 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 I can't walk. I'll go out there and come back, and I, I can't sit down to buy something at the 10-cent store. Chris, you couldn't go in, you could go, you couldn't go in Chris at one time and do nothing but walk around and buy. You could sit down nowhere. When you got ready to you got to go go through a pigeonhole and buy through a pigeonhole to, to get something to reach to you out to you on the street. Then after after we got started, they, they created separate but equal. But separate but equal was well, they started in 1896, I believe it was. At that time, a few people stood up. So, so Try to stand up, but they couldn't get no followers. In 1896, they came to Professor Ferguson, they created separate but equal. At that time, you couldn't, you didn't even have no, you couldn't, you didn't even have separate but equal. So when they, when, when they brought back separate but equal on the bus, man, back to the back, lads go back all the way back to the bus and paying the same money for a fare. Back there at that time, one white person could get on there and reserve all the all the fifty nineties are reserved. So you the white, the white got on. Go one white sat in the back, and you fifty nine had to be standing up in the front. Mm -hmm. Bus lose money.
still losing money. Yeah, that's right. Separately, we in the first the Fourteenth Amendment and the Constitution says you can't do that. That's bifurcation. Bifurcation is what they have. So, how long did the bus boycott last? Eight days. Eight days. That was it. Yeah. So they were losing money. Yeah, oh, yeah, they wasn't broke. <laughs> that's the, all the reason they resolved it quickly because they they was they was losing the city was losing money. Yeah, that's right. And that because everybody pulled their resources together and was right with different different. That's right. Yeah. But, but when you had people like uh, Horatio Thompson, t tell me about Horatio Thompson. He he was he was a capitalist. He made a lot of money. All of those people. Made made money, man. Sophisticated, just made a lot of money. So they, at a time at a time of crisis, and they 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 live well. They live in the best houses and everything else, and they get up in, in the churches and the preachers and all. Don't know what nothing but sophisticated, just. Oh, okay, man can shock the hand. Man can shackle the feet, but only you can shackle the mind. The mind is always free to travel wherever you dare to take it. Welcome to Count Time.